0: Hey, everyone, I'm Janine, and you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Standing by, I'm getting ready to talk with Mamrie Hart. She's a New York Times bestselling author of You Deserve a Drink. and She's got another collection of great essays called I've Got This Round, More Tales of Debauchery. Hart tackled the publication of her book the same way she tackles life, with infectious humor, undeniable tenacity, and I'll Try Anything one's spirit, and ultimately success. Hart's incredible work ethic paid off when, upon publication of You Deserve a Drink, launched at number five on the New York Times bestseller list. It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show Mamrie Hart. Hey, Mamrie. Hey there, Janine. How are you? Great. So, my gosh, I was checking out your YouTube videos. You're You're really, really hysterical.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I hope you kept the volume down if you were at work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I noticed that. I was like, ooh! (laughs) (laughs) Guilty pleasure.
0: I know. I want to back up before we get into these books. uh, And your latest book, I've Got This Round, More Tales of Debauchery. How did you get into comedy and doing what you're doing?
1: Well, you know, Janine, I went to school for serious acting uh, in Chapel Hill. And then I moved up to New York to completely go the traditional route. You know, to do dramatic theater and then hopefully get into TV and film. And when I was there, I just... I kept hitting walls of not liking any of the auditions I was going on and just feeling kind of defeated. I decided to write my own stuff, which ended up being comedy, comedic, and I also have a face that's made of rubber. I have total Lucille Ball syndrome. (laughs) So that kind of put me on the path to do sketch comedy in New York.
0: I'm going to stop you right there, because the name of my show is Get the Funk Out. And I'm always fascinated with how people get out of a funk. You know, we face all these personal, professional problems in life. And especially as an actress, you know, going in this industry, this is really, really tough. How did So how did you stay mm-hmm. so positive? You you realized, you
1: know what, i got to do my own thing? Uh, yeah, you got to do your own thing. I mean, I feel like there's so many gatekeepers in acting and whatnot. And there's always going to be, you know, you go on the auditions and you hear people say, Oh, you didn't book it just because they wanted someone a little shorter, or there's all these variables that are out of your control. So I think you really gotta like sink your teeth into the things you can control, and also everyone has a unique voice. And there, you know, I just really feel like if you have any any uh, desire to share your personal story, there are people who are going to want to listen.
0: Yes. So where does your sense of humor come from? Have you always been like this as a kid?
1: I think so. I've always been kind of a wild one with a big imagination. (laughs) (laughs) I've got very funny brother and sister, so I think as the youngest, I was always, I had to make my voice a little louder. I think that's great.
0: So let's talk about this book. I've got this round, More Tales of Debauchery. How did this come about?
1: This came about, I wrote a book um, a few years ago, uh, Serve a Drink, and that I I got the opportunity, you know, from doing my um, YouTube channel, the same name, where I just wrote all my funniest stories from growing up and through my twenties and you know being broken New York and then when that came out, um they Penguin wanted a second book and I thought, I'm out of stories. Really? Well, <laughs> you know, you have you have your handful of, of goat stories you'd tell after a few drinks at the bar mm-hmm. or, you know, with friends at parties. And so my concept for this book was, Okay, now I'm thirty. I'm single for the first time in my adult life. Mm -hmm. I have the opportunity to write another book of essays. I need to go find some adventures. So I spent uh, the next year going on trips, dragging my girlfriends with me, and actively seeking out things that I thought would be ridiculous enough to write down.
0: And let's talk about some of
1: those. So
0: uh, let's see, Kevin Richardson on the Backstreet Boys cruise?
1: (laughs) Yes. uh, Some people might not know this, probably the majority, because the Lord knows I didn't either, but... All these old-school, like, boy bands or groups from the 80s and 90s now have full-themed-out cruises. So I watched the documentary on the Backstreet Boys. Instantly, my, you know, teenage love was reignited. Right. And me and a girlfriend decided to go spend four days with a couple thousand Backstreet Boys mega-fans and the boys themselves. How funny.
0: Oh, my God. What is that like? <laughs> I
1: mean, well, you know what? For the first day, it feels surreal. By the second day, it's hilarious. And by the third day, you've been on a boat. Yeah, first three days.
0: You're like, "Where's the dinghy? I'm getting off."
1: <laughs> I mean, exactly. the 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 fandom doesn't let up. I tell you, they are as excited as they've ever been, which is a whole different scenario. When now it's uh, women of a of my age, women of a certain age, um, freaking out over their teenage crush. But it was a blast. I the love the whole book was a blast.
0: I love how you. Uh, I was like I said earlier. I was watching some of your YouTube videos. I love how you. You take the, like, everyday kind of stuff and you put a comedic spin on it. I mean, it's so funny. You did a video about two two aunts. And did they have, like, Boston yes. or New York accents? I was dying.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. Me and my girlfriend, Grace Helbig, who actually I started my YouTube channel with. She was doing the Internet. We were both doing sketch comedy in New York. And uh, she helped me get it off the ground the first couple years. But, you know, sometimes we just miss our old-school sketch Roots, and so we do these characters called Anne's France where we do some sort of northern accent. I'm from North Carolina, so I'm, I don't think I do it justice, but it's basically our way of being, you know, grouchy old women who want to complain about things. And it's so, it's so stupid.
0: I love it. I love it. I mean, we, we need like stupid, funny humor, you know?
1: Sometimes you got to put on a wig and glasses and just be silly. Yeah, I felt like I was watching,
0: um, the Carol Burnett show with that other, not Carol Burnett, but the other woman, I forget her name. You know yeah, what I'm talking about. Yeah, that is about. such a high compliment. Thank you so much. You know much. what I mean? I just was like, these are oh, great totally. character actors. So
1: so how did you right.
0: structure this book? I've got this round.
1: Well, so this book, um, unlike the first one, it really is chronological. So it really is me setting off and saying, all right, I'm going to plan some trips. I'm going to get girlfriends to come with me, and I'm going to, and I'm going to write it as is. But... What I didn't realize when I was starting the book, I thought it would just be, you know, more uh, crazy, crazy stories, is that I was also going to be starting, like, a new chapter in my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pardon the pun. But I I was getting out of a decade-long relationship, so I was on my own for the first time and also living alone for the first time. So what ended up happening is I... I got to do all this cool stuff, but in the meantime, I was also kind of, like, rebuilding my life hand in hand. Yes. So I normally don't share my personal life online, and Mm -hmm. I decided if there was ever a time, this would be it.
0: You know what, though? There are so many people that go through this crazy stuff with relationships in the end, and they feel so alone and wrecked. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of inspiring that you're sharing this because people can take that and do something else with it.
1: I hope so, yeah. I I really feel like... um, there's, a, there's lots of people who kind of go through that in their early 30s and, and figuring out, you know, what do you want to change about your life, what do you want to keep the same, and uh, how close are you with your girlfriends because those are always a great support
0: system. Yes, and you have a chapter. That's so Noma. I think you talk about yes.
1: girlfriends and was that the right chapter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love oh, it. Oh, yeah, definitely. well Thank you so much. I mean, there's no activity I like more than going wine tasting. <laughs> <laughs> To bring people together.
0: Oh, I agree. I, and I think, you know, you, you've you got to have those close girlfriends. Uh, you know, I don't like, like, a whole slew of people that are not really close. I'd rather have, like, a small right. group of really tight friends than, like, superficial.
1: No, absolutely. You know, uh, who has the time, no. really, yeah. to <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> to have more than a couple close
0: friends. Oh, my gosh, no. <laughs> Do you ignore, like, Twitter, like, how many followers and all that? Or are you amazed, like, how many people are you know, just following you and so excited about your work. It must be so exciting.
1: It is so exciting. I mean, that's much as social media can be a time suck or can be annoying or can sometimes be a negative space. It's really incredible to be able to have that connection and to be able to hear firsthand in people's words if they enjoy something or what something meant to them as opposed to, you know, traditional media or back in the day when all you saw were numbers or ratings, ratings, you know, and this, I really feel like I have a dialogue with the people who watch my stuff. And I recognize screen names, and, you know, I'm touring with this book, and I'll see people at the shows that have come to other shows, and it's, it feels like this community, which is really incredible. Yes. What What is
0: your um, social media handle? Is it, um, it's just your name? It's, um,
1: it's MameTown, which is... Uh, a nickname with friends, so M A M E Town. Okay. So that's on Instagram and Twitter and all all that jazz.
0: Okay, cool. And uh what advice would you give people who are going through, you know, similar stuff that you have gone through?
1: Um, you know, I just one of the things I like to emphasize in this book is that um you're never I say never too old, I'm 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 talking like I'm, you know, in my eighties. <laughs> <laughs> you're never but, um, too old. <laughs> Sorry. No, yeah, never too old to go on adventures. Um, no, I just feel like no matter what age you are, don't be afraid to be silly. Mm-hmm. And if something seems almost too ridiculous to do, you should probably do it anyway. Oh, Make that. some new stories. Don't tell the same ones over and over again.
0: I agree. I got into voice acting years ago, and it was like the best, most like it was like therapy. <laughs> yeah, so fun. Yeah, so very fun. It's just you know, you never know. It's- it's- it Exactly.
1: Exactly. I think you're really
0: inspiring. I mean, um, give out your YouTube you. channel.
1: My YouTube channel is called You Deserve a Drink, which is also the name of the first book. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of, uh, if you need a break from the seriousness and all that we, we watch and are fed day in and day out, it's a nice little five-minute videos of just pure, um, shameless, silly.
0: Hysterical. Now, Dirty 30, can we talk about that? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I'd love to. It's
0: awesome. Can, so maybe share a little bit about that, because that's super exciting.
1: Oh, yeah. So uh, Dirty 30 is a film that I wrote and uh, made with my two best friends, Grace Helbig and Hannah Hart, also of the YouTube. Oh, yeah. Um, and it came out last year, and it's about, you know, a woman who's turning 30 and, and kind of wondering if she's where she wanted to be at that point in her life. And uh, she deals with that by having a massive house party. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be seen? And all kinds of things ensue. Uh, where,
0: where can that be seen? Is that online or?
1: Oh, that's, uh, yeah, that's on iTunes. Okay, cool. And all the, all of the things. Yeah, it's a, it's a, that was a really fun movie to make because it genuinely, we did film it in a house and cast our friends, and it felt like we had a house party for 17 days.
0: That is awesome. You know, I hear this all the cool. time that you really do need to make opportunities for yourself don't wait around don't sit by the phone you know because we're so judged in this industry you just have to go after what you want.
1: Well, Also we're so judged in this industry that like you don't need to be one more judge for yourself and especially when it comes to writing or you know with YouTube all those things like people get so nervous to start them and I say no one has to see it but you should at least try it so you can see it and see if it's something that you like.
0: Right. And it doesn't have to be a huge production. I noticed I looked like you had shot in, like, a kitchen or something, and I'm like,
1: That's Oh, it's per- my kitchen. It's my set-up-the-tripod. I mean, especially with digital stuff. Like, people, it's supposed to feel intimate. You're talking directly to camera. So you don't need a crew. I'm so glad no one watches me record. <laughs> <laughs> and one other the question. on the cutting room floor, uh, Janine. You're so funny.
0: So one other question. <laughs> Are you ever going to cast Beans, your little
1: hairless dog? Beans? <laughs> I'm, like... I put her in all my things. She kills me. She's looking at me right now with disdain because she's not having her own interview. Um, but no, one day, one day, we will be, be in lights.
0: <laughs> Tell her to give me a call. I'll, p- I'll put her on the show.
1: I will. I will. <laughs> so g- give out your website one more time. Sure. Um, well, for anything book-related and for information on the tour, it's MamrieBook.com. And then I am YouTube.com slash drink. Awesome,
0: and you're going to be in LA, right? You're. you're Will you? I am. You're I'm in
1: L- LA the fifteenth. So bring your, um, bring your, Valentine's or Galentine's Day hangover, and come. Let me uh, soothe your wounds.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right, Mamrie, thank you so much for calling into the show. It's been great having you on. That was Mamrie Hart calling in to talk about her latest book. I've got this round, more tales of debauchery. If you missed any part of our conversation, it is up on the show blog. Get the show.kuci.org. And if you want to follow the show, I am on Twitter at moms, M-O-M-Z underscore rock.